My name is Tony Litt. I'm the MD of Sunrise Radio, and it's my immense pleasure to bring you the official Sunrise Radio podcast. We are the number one commercial Asian station in the United Kingdom, with many firsts to our name, and we continue to be the voice of British Asians who have given us their love and loyalty over 30 years. It's a legacy we cherish and a responsibility that we don't take lightly. Our aim has always been to entertain the listeners with the best of Bollywood and Bangra while also addressing their concerns. A real voice for the community, a vibrant community and a great nation. We are proud to be British and Asian. This podcast is a compilation of some of the things we do on the station with a stellar lineup of presenters who each have their own personality and style. It's entertaining, informative, engaging, and we hope you will enjoy it here as a podcast if you are unable to tune in to the radio. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your family and friends about this podcast and do leave us a comment on what you think. We'd love to hear from you. All the best always. Team Sunrise. Hey, my name is Shabnam Sahi. Welcome to the official Sunrise Radio podcast. I'm on your radio weekdays from 9am to 12 noon. If you've heard the show, you know what to expect from it. But here are some exciting, interesting Bollywood stories that you may have missed this time round, served up as part of our official Sunrise Radio podcast. Enjoy. Here's a comprehensive look at Bollywood's report card for the first quarter of 2023. You know, I was going through it. And basically, all roads lead to the biggest one in the first three months of this year, Pathan. Now, Pathan was made on a budget of approximately 250 crores. Pathan earned about 542 crores in the domestic market and it crossed 1,000 crores globally. We know that, right? Or Bollywood made trade analysts. These people say other films didn't stand a chance in the shadow of Pathan this quarter. You know why? Because apparently many factors were responsible for the kind of interest Pathan was able to generate. Firstly, Yashraj Films, they had a clear-cut marketing plan in place. No interviews before the release of the film. Do you remember? They didn't do any press or publicity in terms of chit-chatting with the cast. That happened much later. I think about two weeks after release, right? When Shah Rukh, Deepika, John and all of them kind of sat down together and like streamed that interview. So that was absolute genius, I think. Then standardizing ticket prices in India to make it more affordable for the masses on certain days. It's going to cost you 120 rupees or something like that, right? Then the re-releasing of DDLJ. During Valentine's week, right? And rotating DDLJ shows with Pathan to give fans the full Shah Rukh experience. Sathi Sath, of course, the production values on that film, the A-list cast driving the film. You had Shah Rukh, you had Deepika, you had John, you had Dimple Kapadia, you had Ashutosh Rana and of course a star cameo from Bhaijan himself, Salman playing Tiger. All of these factors contributed to the mega success of Pathan. And even those who didn't think much of the film, you know, someone described it as a video game with no tangible story. You know, even those people, critical of the hype, even they were curious enough to go to the cinema and see for themselves. And finally, as one trade pundit points out, Pathan's success was solely down to Shah Rukh Khan. His fans, his stardom, his relationship with the audience. He says, we are a nation of very emotional people. The fact that this was Shah Rukh's return to the big screen after four years 
considering what Shah Rukh and his family had been put through not so long ago, showing their support for Pathan was crucial for his fan base. And this was essentially the audience saying, welcome home Shah Rukh, we love you. That is why Pathan clocked up the numbers that it did. And I think that sounds plausible, right? Well, now that Bollywood is in full red carpet mode, when everyone has already picked their fancy clothes and their accessories, Mujalatta, the time is just right to announce the 68th Annual Filmfare Awards. Now, these will be held in Mumbai on the 27th of April. They'll be hosted by Salman Khan. And yesterday was the grand launch when they announced this at a press conference where Salman Khan, he turned up looking rather dapper, as he does mostly. And he was there to field questions from the press and expressing his views on various matters in filmmaking that often come up for discussion. Salman Khan said he supported censorship of content on OTT. He said, look, if films are censored, then why not OTT? That was his point. He also felt that there was scope for more theatres in India, more cinemas in India, giving our filmmakers a wider platform, more opportunities. Now, questions were also posed on how various elements in the filmmaking hierarchy could collaborate to get Bollywood into fifth gear again. And Salman felt that certain states like Uttar Pradesh and Haryana offering rebates on film shoots, certain cinema chains lowering their ticket prices, all these incentives add up and encourage a filmmaker. big screen theatrical release Or should I just take the relatively easier option with lower costs, fewer risks and should I just go straight to OTT? Salman says that this is the trend that needs to be tempered, slowed down, if Bollywood wishes to keep the 90mm experience alive. And then you know, he also said that he name-checked Shah Rukh and Amir and Akshay and Ajay Devgan and he said that we are not going to be scared of this young generation. Of course not. We're going to fight to the finish. We're going to give them a run for their money and we shall be working extremely hard, bringing our A-game to the table until we retire, he says. And then he also says, I've heard that a lot of films are not working. But if you don't make good films, then how will they work? Bhaijan, I hope you will heed your own advice, please. Now, in January this year, the government of India announced its list of honours, the highest civilian honours known as the Padma Awards, which include the Padma Shri, the Padma Bhushan and the Padma Vibhushan. It's a bit like the MBE, OBE, etc. Now, some total of 106 awards are given out in categories that range from arts and science, trade and industry, medicine, literature, sports, etc, etc. And two prominent names from Bollywood honoured with the Padma Shri this year. Actually, I shouldn't say Bollywood. Two prominent names from the Indian film industry happen to be Ravina Tandon and Mr. M.M. Kiravani. Now, the grand ceremony was held at the presidential palace Rashtrapati Bhavan yesterday. President Draupadi Murmu handed out the awards in the presence of Prime Minister Narendra Modi, many, many others. Ravina Tandon expressed her gratitude with the words, honoured and grateful. Thank you so much, Government of India, for acknowledging my contributions, my life, my passion, my purpose. To, which she says is cinema and the arts. This is what has allowed me to contribute not only to the film industry, but beyond. I thank all those who guided me through the journey, all those who held my hand through it, and those who watched me from their place above. I owe this to my father. Now, we talk about 
interfaith marriages. When we talk about interfaith marriages, Hindu-Muslim marriages in particular, especially in the context of showbiz, there are many that are the epitome of a solid partnership, a great marriage, an alliance between two people who believe in the same values more than anything else. Whether it is Sharmila Tagore and Mansoor Ali Khan Patodi Sahab, whether it is Shahrukh and Gauri, Amir Khan and, well, both his wives were Hindu, Farhan Akhtar and again both Adhuna and Shibani, Farah Khan and Shirish Kundar, Saif and Karina, Atul Agnihotri and Salman Khan's sister Alvira, the list is endless, right? And yet it's also a harsh reality that if you marry someone from another religion, the scrutiny from within the family and outside, it is that much more intense, right? And in this context, I saw a wonderful chat between journalist Barkhadat and Manoj Bajpai. Manoj Bajpai talking about love, religion, marriage, etc, etc. Manoj Bajpai opens up about his marriage to Shabana Raza, a former actress. They've been married for 17 years. They are blessed with a beautiful daughter now. Or Manoj Bajpai says that my marriage to Shabana more than religion is about the values that we share. And these values are something we've grown up with. We don't talk about these things. They are completely unspoken. But tomorrow, if one of us changes our value system, our marriage wouldn't last. And he says that, you know, I hail from a staunch Hindu family. But at no point in my relationship with her and then subsequently my marriage to Shabana 17 years ago, did my family ever raise any objections? And I know, I understand that this might be, you know, a one-off. And he says that similarly, she comes from a very respectable family and none of our family members ever made a big deal because they could see we were happy together. And the things that matter most above religion, above any other difference, how you are as human beings, how you are as people, right? As he says, your value system. If that matches, then somehow all the other considerations pale into insignificance. And that's what he says, right? And he also says that, you know, people are very quick to judge. People are very quick to kind of also judge their own marriage and opt out. Saying, let's just go our separate ways. They don't give it enough time. They don't respect the other person enough. And he says, I have a lot of respect for my wife who willingly gave up her career to become a wife, a mother, a homemaker. She works harder than I do. Why? Because she has to play both mum and dad when I'm away on long shoots, which is very often. She takes a keen interest in my work. She remains my staunchest supporter. Mercifully, she is completely unfazed by the trappings of success. Why? Because both of us are grounded people. We are fully aware that the razzle-dazzle of showbiz can best be described as char din ki chandni, phir andheri raat. The best thing about starting from zero, Manoj Bajpai kehte the best thing about starting from zero and building your career from scratch, making something with your own blood, sweat and tears. You know what that is? The fact that you never forget the hard times. You never forget your struggle. That is what keeps you grounded. What a beautiful thought, nahi? Now, the world premiere of Priyanka Chopra Jonas and Scottish actor Richard Madden's Citadel in Mumbai. Everybody's been talking about this, so why should we be left out, right? We should talk about this too. Now, this was all things GNG, glam and gorgeous. Attended by some of Bollywood's biggest icons like Rekha Ji and iconic filmmakers like Tanuja Chandra, Shonali Bose, Madhur Bhandarkar, Anubhav Sinha, Nikhil Advani, Siddharth Roy Kapoor, Vasan Bala, Kaun Nahi Tha?
Now, Priyanka made it amply clear how special it was for her to kickstart these launch events in the city of Mumbai. In other words, home. She said, I'm very excited to be starting the global campaign for Citadel in India, my home. We will be traveling across the globe after this, but I've got good luck from millions from my country and I will carry it wherever I go like I always do. And then she spoke about the first time she met her co-star Richard Madden. She said, Richard and I met for the first time at a social dinner. We got along rather well. Then we met at award functions, at after parties. But when I met him for the first time for work, I knew he was a very disciplined actor who likes to prepare, just like me. That is why we get along so well. Richard Madden, in turn, of course, he said it was an honor to be working with Priyanka. That too, you know, to be in Mumbai to launch Citadel. He said it's a wonderful feeling to have the show premiere for the first time in India. I love the first time anything happens and the first premiere is very special. I love India. I just wish... I I could be here for longer. And earlier, I think when he was spotted at the Ambani Do earlier in the week, he also spoke about what an honor it would be for him to do a Bollywood film if ever they offer him a Bollywood film. And he also said, I would love to do a comedy because that's something I've not done. Now, episodes one and two of Citadel will premiere on Amazon Prime globally this month on the 28th of April in 40 languages, 40 different languages. And the main narrative, the American version, led by Priyanka Chopra, Richard Madden and Stanley Tucci, this will have other regional storylines crisscrossing its path. How exciting, right? We already know that the India chapter stars Varun Dhawan and Samantha Ruth Prabhu, among others, while actress and singer Matilda De Angelis will headline the story in Italy. Now, how these various elements come together to solve a mystery in an engaging, cohesive fashion... That was the task the Russo brothers set themselves when they made Citadel. Hit ya, miss, pass ya, fail ya, to vak bataiga. But in my book, anything but Stanley Tucci is a super hit. No, no, I can say that with absolute confidence, even without ever watching a single episode. Trust me on this. Please do. You can catch Shabnam Sahi, the ultimate storyteller, weekdays, 9 a.m. to 12 noon. Anushka Aurora, as always, lovely to have your company for the Sunrise Radio podcast. And this week, I have another special guest on the show. Here we are then, crossing over to the one and the only, a C-score. We're here, of course, to talk about your latest single, I Don't Give Up. Of course, we haven't said the word only, so you're like super safe. So tell me, I'm really excited. I haven't heard the song, but tell me what the vibe of this song is like. So the song is very fun, outgoing. It's about like if you are going through a heartbreak, then also never lose hope, just... Live your life on your own terms. Is this a little bit different to what you have done? I mean, you've given us so much variety of music anyway over the years, but yeah. this, I feel, seems to be a bit different. Actually, actually. So when I wanted uh, to try myself uh, for this uh, non-film zone, non-film music, my first thing was that I will not sing the regular Bollywood kind music. I will do something which I have not tried, which I have not done. Mm. So I think nothing better than I don't give up because uh, this song is very different from all my songs. It's not a love song. It's not a heartbreak song. It's not an out and out dance number. Okay. It is a feel good song. 
Nice, nice. It sounds good. Um, so, how yes. are you feeling? Are you excited? Are you nervous? Uh, what, what is the what is the vibe? <laughs> see, I am uh, excited, but pretty nervous also because I'm featuring in the video and I'm doing it after a long time. I don't usually feature in my videos. Yeah, but uh, this one is different. This one is special. So yeah. I was like, let's do it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Here I am as an artist. I mean, especially nowadays, do you feel it's important to be featured uh, in the music video? Of course, of course, of course, it is because now audience audience is like really open. Mm. uh to see who has sung the song and they really connect to the artist or the musician mm. by themselves also so yeah it is very important to be seen and uh, if you can act please go ahead and feature in your own videos nothing yeah. better than that yeah asis you know the music industry has really changed and i feel like you being you know one of the the younger generation of singers i feel like you've also kind of brought this change along with you uh, you know you've seen what it used to be like many years ago and you know you've kind of brought a new energy uh, into into the music scene how do you feel about how the music industry stands today music industry is like ever evolving we are always like changing ourselves according to the generation we are in according to what our younger young youngsters are listening to and i think it's good and uh, that is what keeps us updated mm. which is very important so yeah i think we are like it was always evolving and it's good i i like the process actually because when i came we were very uh, the the whole music industry was very bollywood driven yeah but uh, last two years uh, we have seen this shift from film music to non film music and now independent music yeah so i think it's pretty much amazing and uh, the audience is open to, uh, to new voices to new artists they don't uh, care if the song is a film song or a non film song if they like it they play it they spread it and they make it an anthem so yeah it's good Yeah no for sure i think that's absolutely correct and you know you have worked with sony music india for i think from the beginning uh, of yes. your career what how is it like now because you know you have given us such a wonderful <laughs> library of songs uh, and yeah. you know a lot of them have been with sony music india yes, yes. so for me sony music uh, uh, has played a very like integral part of my journey my career because it started with bolna which is a sony music song yeah. and then i did pangat uh, which was very different kind of a song very sensuous kind of a song and then uh, we released rata lambia yes. which gave the most stream song <laughs> so the journey has been really blessed mm. so when uh, it was about uh, taking over the non film scene and uh doing something new or different and coming up with this new ac score this uh, whole persona where you will be watching me on screen so i think not no one could have done better uh than sony music so i'm really excited and thankful for them to take this leap of faith with me you mentioned rata lambia i feel like we can't have a conversation with you without mentioning <laughs> that song cuz last time i had met you was at ifers you had just won the award yes uh, you know i mean that song like that was that was pretty historic wasn't it yes yes it was it was actually i think for the last two, uh, last 2 years or uh, like when rata lambia these next two years we were only listening to that song everybody was like <laughs> when gaga over that song yeah. and yeah that that uh, got me a lot of love and lot of lots of awards you can see my ratan yeah, award, yeah. ratan award 
Yeah, that's, really, that's really really lovely now assist you know apart from your next single which is releasing in the next few days uh what else can we expect from you both like independent um or bollywood wise so a lot of songs are in pipeline and uh, i am doing film music because i really really enjoy the yeah. fan following it brings along and i enjoy the the like the big uh, persona of everything like the silver screen so i am doing film music and apart from them that uh, uh once the i don't give a the song releases yeah uh, i will be doing more non film because uh, uh i'm just waiting for the response how my fans react to watching me on screen and then we'll take it further and then i am almost ready with the next song i know which song i have to drop after this Lovely. So yes, lots Lovely. of music in store for you. Amazing, and we can't wait. And of course, your UK tour got announced. Woo! As well. Yes. <laughs> so excited! I was just like, "Oh my god, she's finally!" You have to, here. you have to be there. You have yes, to be there. Hundred percent. My, <laughs> I've already put it in the diary. My date is clear. I will definitely be perfect. There. Uh, I'll be screaming and cheering for you. I'm so so yes. happy. Oh wait. So yeah, I will be I will be singing it gaf there. Yes. I don't good. Give, and of course Ratalambia and lot lot more songs. I yes. can't wait for your show. It is just going to be like off the hook. I really can't wait for. <laughs> um and I was just going to say congratulations on your engagement as well. Uh so long Thank you. Really like, you know, I hope this is this and the next few years are going to be like the biggest and the bestest for you so um yeah, you know are. thank yeah. you congratulations for everything keep giving us the good music and thank uh, you thank you i really really look forward to listening to your new song that's coming out soon yes <laughs> yes and please share it once yeah. it releases yeah. and tell me how you genuinely feel about the song uh because it is generally very special uh me and goldie have given a have given a lot of thought into it we have almost worked for an year on this oh. and we were always talking about uh like uh, how the girl feels after the heartbreak she like she wants to break the uh car of that guy and he yeah. in the end she's like i don't care okay. i don't give out it and she just leaves it and that is how you it should be in life absolutely absolutely yeah that is very important yeah. so yeah i have genuinely put a lot of effort and a lot of love and time <laughs> everything it in the song so please Absolutely. play it share it <laughs> yes we will do don't worry about that assist thank you so much for taking the time out speaking to me as always and i absolutely love listening to your song thank you. playing them and speaking to you as well thank you so much wonderful wonderful chat you and, and i'm going to see you in uk yeah. see you in july see you take care yes. bye thank you bye, -bye. Listen to our Bollywood Queen Anushka Arora from 12 noon to 4 p.m. weekdays on Sunrise.